A perfectionist walked into a bar. Apparently, the bar wasn't set high enough. Smack him a gob, it's time for another Vieira Vault. And it's another fan-paid episode, but this one is something that the fan did not pay for. Uh, I hit him up because I want to get everybody that uh, paid for an episode to do, uh, you know, to honor all them. And when I hit uh, this person up, he told me, oh, no, you know, I don't want to do it twice. And uh, because I was more than willing to do the album, but he came up with a great subject. And it's uh, top 10 albums we don't like from bands we love. And he's a returning guest. You remember him from the Queen episodes, which was awesome. I'm talking about Yohalamo. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, how's it going, buddy? Oh, doing good, man. Um Ready to do this. Uh, when I went down to um, make my top 10, I went through my folders of bands so I don't miss any bands. And oh boy, did I come up with way more than 10. I think it came up with way more than 20. But what I did was I compiled uh, albums that not one song I like, because there's a lot of bad albums from bands I love that have a song or two that I do like off it. But I will say 9 out of 10. Because number 10, Squeaked In, it has one song I like, but the rest I don't like. But, um, yeah, it's a big list I got here. And uh, it was a little painstaking because I wanted to put them in order as well. And uh, But I'm done with it, man. How, uh, was it a hard time for you to come up with this top 10? Oh, for sure it was. I mean, I remember we were chatting and, and I just came up with this subject real quick. I regret it right now because <laughs> well, I've been listening. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of shit lately in order to come up with this list, and yeah, it's been torture because some of these albums I swore before never to listen to this be- again, and here I am, 2020, listening again to these shitty fucking pieces of shit. And <laughs> oh, now you know what I went through when I had to do all those fan paid episodes of albums I didn't like, like The Cure and. And other crap like that, I just, it was torturous. Yeah, I imagine, but that's kind of different because those aren't really bands you like. These, yeah. however, are, are bad albums but by bands we're passionate about. So that's, yeah, it's it kind of dis- a list of disappointing albums uh, for that matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it is painful to, to a band you love to release something so bad. And uh, overlooking my list here, my top 10 list, it's like, oh man, these are bad albums. But, uh, all right, so um, you ready to get into this? I'm going to let you go first. What is your number 10? <laughs> My number 10. Okay, so I don't know how you did this. Uh, I didn't want to repeat bands, so I keep it one uh, one album per band strictly. Yeah, but, but my number 10 is related with other band that's coming on the list, and I'm talking another of uh, guests. But uh, this is a Kiss-related album. I- I'm going to give you a tease of what album it is. Okay. You want to hear it? Sure. Daddy, have you ever seen an angel? Sure, sweetie. <laughs> well, what was it like? It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Number 10, Ace Frehley Anomaly. What a oh. disappointing piece of shit. 
20 years waiting for that album. I agree with you. I... That's actually what made the list because I don't think uh, I like some tracks of the record. I like um, uh, the, the 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 single. Uh, what's it called? Outer Space. Yeah, That's the I best like song. I like that one. I like the two instrumentals, Space Bear, Quantum uh, Fracture, Quantum, or whatever. Even right. though I don't think those are too memorable. And surprisingly enough, I like this weird song, Gengish Khan. Okay, you know what? You, you do remember that song? Yeah, yeah. It's very weird. It's very, very weird. But but I happen to like it. The rest, horrible. You know, the, the the song "Sister" was is really good on the demo, and and when they for the, the album version is like garbage, but the yeah, demo I, version is really good. I only like the solo of that song. I don't, I think I think the the solos Ace does in these albums are good enough. But not the songs, and that's the problem with this album that you don't want to hear, um, you know, just solos uh, in trashy songs. I mean, in crappy songs. Sorry, you want to hear a complete good song. Like, okay, let's take his one, some of his most memorable work, in, like in Kiss. I mean, you have good songs, and the the solo complements the song. As you said, it's like a song within a song. Exactly. No, this is like a yeah, a mini song in a fucking piece of shit. So, yeah, <laughs> that's why it makes my list. I gotta say that I think Ace took a lot of chances in this album because I hear a, a lot of influences. Like, for example, Foxy and Free sounds a little bit like Hendrix. Oh, wow. uh, Change the World sounds a little bit like the Beatles. Too Many Faces to me sound like Thin Lizzy. Uh, a bad version of all these bands I've mentioned. So, so <laughs> yeah, I don't really like this album. It's not not as hard to listen as as others, you know. Cause okay, I'm gonna get a little spoiler here. Cause I, I for example, think this album's better than some of the work that Metallica has done, for for instance. But the right. thing is that I'm way more passionate for Ace than for Metallica. So that's why, yeah, I haven't put any Metallica record on my list. But what's your number ten, man? Well, uh, speaking of Metallica, I have no Metallica because the thing is, like, after, you know, like, around the Black Album and so on, there's so many albums I just don't care for that, you know, if I, was to, if I was to pick, I'd probably say Lulu, but, you know, it doesn't, it's like, you know, but it's not really a Metallica album, St. Anger, yeah, I don't like, Lou you know. Reed, right? Yeah, the one with Lou Reed. Yeah, I haven't even listened to that, because I don't really care for Metallica, that's the thing. Because, yeah, for example, Load and Reload are, are really bad, but I don't yeah. care. I, mean, I like the three first Metallica records. Yeah. I somewhat like the fourth one, uh, Injustice for All. Injustice for All. I like some songs off it. But After for that, me, uh, the first three, yeah. Yeah, the, the last album, for example, was, was kind of good, but I don't care. So. Eh. Oh, yeah, that one I did like. And, and, you know, I've been one of these guys that just stopped caring about Metallica, and then I really did enjoy, like, uh, Hardwire. I thought it was good. But... My number 10, and uh, sure, this is a, uh, you know, before I say what it is, this is an album of a band that released like three or four albums before it that didn't really do that well, uh, you know, uh, sales-wise. But then this one came out, and it really did good. And that three or four albums before it, I didn't mind too much, but this one... One song I like off it, but the rest I don't. That's why it made it to number 10. Okay. Because uh, the rest of my list doesn't. Uh, ACDC's The Razor's Edge. Okay. What's the song I, you like of that record? 
uh, Fire Your Gun, I think, the, the second track. Okay. That's it. The rest is just Are You Ready, Thunderstruck. I know Thunderstruck is not bad musically, but Brian Johnson kind of ruins it for me. Texas! Yeah. No, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't it kind of like ruins it for me. And I, I, I think it's a bad representation of ACDC because that song's everywhere. I mean, it's soundtrack of many movies and series. Yeah, even on the internet, and 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 I think that's one of the worst ACDC songs. I I I just never liked it, and and yeah. it, it's what made them sell more records, though. You know, it was a hit for them. You know, ma many people do love it. You know, every time I see an ACDC uh, since that album, every time that opening riff goes, the whole place goes nuts. You know, people like it. So what do I know? But that's my number ten, and 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 uh, to me, the worst ACDC album. You know. Stiff Upper Lip wasn't that great, but I can name at least two songs I like off that. And the same, don't, same goes for Black Eyes. I mean, they don't have great albums, but, I, you know, every album, uh, which Yohalamo and myself are going to do an honorable mention when we're done, um, uh, there's at least a song or two I like off those albums. This one, there's only one song. That's why it made it to my number 10. Okay, so what, makes would sense. Be, what would be your number nine? My number nine, okay, is by one of my favorite bands, easily like top three bands. My favorite metal band, actually. This is Angra. Okay, mm. so are are you familiar with with Angra? Yeah, I, I saw them. Uh, ah, you saw them. Ah, yeah, you told me the other the yeah, last like time. two years ago or a year ago. But have you listened to any other records? <sighs> yes, I've heard um, the one that you wanted to do. Oh, Temple. I yeah, I did listen to that one. And... That's my favorite album of all time. <laughs> oh, really? It's a good album. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And um, uh, the last one with Kiko. Uh, Secret Garden. Yeah, that, I think those yeah. are the only two I heard. Love it. Okay, this is the album I'm picking is considered by many fans one of their best, if not their best. And for, a, for the longest time, I was bullshitting myself saying that this album was good. But I had like a breakdown uh, one day that I was listening to it, like around the 10th or 15th time I was listening to this. And I just really couldn't get into Holy Land, their second album with Andre. Oh, okay. I haven't heard it. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect for Andre. I really respect him a lot. But he's my least favorite vocalist of, of Angra. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. He has certain style that's kind of imitating like a soprano singer sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he also does a lot of, I don't want to say gymnastics, but yeah, vocal gymnastics. For example, in one of the songs I like by him, uh, Time, that he goes, oh, oh a lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's really something about his voice. I mean, he's, he does not have a bad voice. It's the style he sings that's very predominant in this record. Because uh, as I was saying, he tried to like imitate a soprano singer and, and it gets, gets annoying to me because uh, it's too high and I don't think the song calls for it. You right. know, so yeah, for you and people to understand who haven't heard this album, this Angra is known for combining metal with Brazilian music. Mm -hmm. This album is like, um, like the biggest of that style of Brazilian metal music, power metal, Brazilian power metal, if you can call that. 
and <coughs> and it's very predominant all, all over the songs. There's a lot of piano in it, but I I'm really I really get bored with this album. That's a problem with me. I don't think it's annoying. To me, the worst music is the annoying music. But before that, you have boring music, and this is this album to me that don't don't generate any sensation that I like. I like three songs though that I think are good songs. Uh, Carolina the Fourth, uh, the longest angry song, Zito, which is very power metalish, and I somehow like Maybelline. The rest, uh, I just don't care for it. I mean, it's boring. I'm joining and. As I was saying, I had a breakdown one day when I was listening to this. I was like, no, why do I say this shit is good? Uh, this is boring. I, I don't like this. And I re-listened to this this week. And yeah, I haven't changed my mind. So number nine. Okay. Um, is there any song, any albums on your top ten where you don't like any song off it? Yeah. Okay. It's coming right, on. Cool. <laughs> number eight is predictable. Um it's a well, you know, if you're a Styx fan, uh, not one song I like off this. This was a, a not only a terrible album, but I saw the tour, and they had it like theater. They were acting on stage. It was so bad. I'm talking. Oh, about I know what you're talking about. Okay. Tomo arigato, Mister Robot. I like that song though. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can't get into. It. You know, it's funny is I saw Dennis DeYoung like two. Oh yeah, I saw your video that, that that he gave you the microphone and you were like rocking to the song. Turn Mr. Roboto of all songs. And I was yeah. like, well, I've got to pretend I like it. I became a total poser and I was like, Tomo Arigato, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Kilroy was here. Oh my God, not one song. There's one song on there. It's like, it has potential. It's called Heavy Metal Poisoning. But then JY starts saying, what the hell is going on? I was like, ah. <laughs> and it's a total rip. I don't know if they ever heard Take Me to the Top by Motley Crue, but if... Uh, oh, I hate Motley Crue. Well, trust I me. I can this, make my whole list of Motley Crue records. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not a band you love, though. So, yeah, that's why I haven't included any yeah, of their yeah. albums. Um, Shout yeah. out to Devil Listen to Bad, though. There's a couple of tracks I like of, the, of that record. There's a Motley Crue in my in my uh, honorable mentions. The only reason I didn't add Motley Crue to my number ten because I love like two albums and a half, so it's, I can't really put them on my list as a, a a band I love. I love Sticks. I'm a big fan of Sticks. Even the early prog stuff, <clears throat> Grand Illusion, you know, Pieces of Eight, Paradise Theater. I like all that stuff, you know. But that was just so bad, and it 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 killed the band. <laughs> broke, really? Broke, yeah, it broke the band up. Tommy Shaw was like, "Man, uh, I can't write songs about robots. What the fuck, you know?" <clears throat> I'm not so that aware that, of Sticks. I'm like uh, greatest hits when it comes to Sticks. Yeah, I, to me, my favorite Sticks songs are more of the D tracks. Oh, really? You know, Castle Walls, Man in the Wilderness. The, uh, you know, Sweet Madam Blues kind of a hit. I love that. Yeah, one. I've heard that a lot. I heard that Sticks is like Journey, that you had to get into the deeper stuff to, to really love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Journey didn't make my list. I, Raised on Radio could have been an honorable mention. I don't like that Yeah, movie. but I'm not a biggest Journey fan. I like them, though. I, I, I'm a Journey fan, but I, I don't know. I was like, eh. I, I didn't even think of them actually making this but- list. Off topic, because, yeah, as I was saying, I'm not really into Sticks. I only know, like, their biggest hits. What album should I listen? Grand Illusion. Grand Illusion is my favorite one. Okay, I'm going to oh. check, check that album out. Well, because Grand I Illusion, like that kind of music. Grand Illusion has hits. Like, 
uh, Come Sail Away, Fooling yeah, Yourself. I know that but, song. But, you know, side two, man, is all the D tracks Miss America, Man in the Wilderness, Castle Walls. Great stuff, man. Yeah, awesome. I like the so called corporate rock song. So yeah, like, there you go. I, I, I think you'll dig it. Yeah. yeah. I know you love Kansas as well. I love I'm a Kansas. Big Kansas fan. Huge Kansas fan. I absolutely love them. I love corporate rock, you know? Yeah. Which is a tag that the, the Rolling Stone magazine douchebags came up with. I was like, all right, you're trying to like slam it by calling it corporate rock. Well, I I love corporate rock. Wow, that's amazing. You know? yeah. So, you know, all these you know, it's just these snotty fucking music critics. Oh, Journey, Sticks, Aria. Uh, uh. It's like shut up. You know, I mean, it's okay if you don't like it, but you know, you 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 have a you make a living doing this shit while praising shit like Jackson Brown and you know stuff that I fucking find hideous. You know, Lou Reed, Lou Reed, oh Velvet Underground, Velvet Underground, hip, yeah, hipster garbage. It's just hipster shit. You know, I'm not pretentious. a hipster. Overall it's pretentious. pretentious. It's avant garde. You know, it's like oh, let's put a banana on the cover of that. Uh, what's his name? What's that idiot's name? That uh, uh, Andy Warhol. Warhol. Yeah, yeah, I hate him. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm an illustrator. Wig. I'm an illustrator. I hate that fucking guy. Yeah, wig wearing freak. You know, it's just fuck him. Fuck that. Fuck them. You know, they they, hey. they all they Why do you is say wig. Him. That was a mop. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. He put a mop on his head and called it a wig. A literal mop on his head. Yeah, that's <laughs> the kind of weirdo he was. Oh, uh, I'm gonna draw a banana. Look, I'm gonna draw a soup can. Ooh, ooh, how art. Ooh, how this is such art. I mean, his a, movies. A, oh my god, a Campbell soup can is art. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate because I mean, I, as I said, I'm an illustrator. I went to design uh, school, and and they praised this fucking guy on uh, on, on college. They're, they're like, oh, Andy Warhol. He re- he was a revolutionary guy in the '60s. Oh my god, fuck yeah. that guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we're down to number seven. What's your number seven? seven? You sure Are it's we... a number eight? Oh, then I fucked up. Oh, I did fuck up. Oh, did you fucked up? Yeah, because yeah, I, said... I put sticks at number at uh, number eight, not number nine. But fuck it, I'll I'll switch it around. I'll put my number nine at number eight. Uh, okay, what's your number? What's your number eight? Okay, let's uh, the the band I was talking about, Kiss. <laughs> So Kiss makes my list. I mean, anomaly was Kiss related. This is a Kiss record. Uh, Sonic Boom. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's that's a terrible one. Kiss. I like Kiss. I I mean, it's not one of my favorite bands. It would be. It would make like my top twenty or fifteen bands of all time. But I, I really, I'm really passionate about Kiss, especially their early material. And but Kiss has a lot of bad records, and I don't hesitate to say that. I mean, uh, I acknowledge a, a shitty album is a shitty album, and the worst of them all to me is uh, Sonic Boom. And uh, right, not a single my album. third worst. I mean, I hate it, don't get me wrong. Your worst is I, crazy, night, isn't it? I can't, I, and you know what? It's in my honorable mention. I didn't even put it on here because I don't know, I didn't want it to be too damn predictable, okay. you know, but. Um, it, it is in my honorable. I don't like one song off Crazy Nights, not one. I just think it's <laughs> fucking terrible. But um, yeah, I don't blame you. Sonic Boom, uh, when it was first released, I, I'll never forget it. I was um, practicing with my band, who uh, we practiced near Walmart, 
and I knew they were. It was at twelve midnight they were going to sell the new Kiss album. And you know, I'm driving home, and I see the Walmart. I go, oh, you know what, man? I'm going to pick up that new Kiss album, and listen to it on the way home. <clears throat> and I was just hor- <laughs> horrified, driving home, going, oh. Then I would switch the tracks. Oh, this is bad, so bad. And danger you, danger me, danger us. I mean, God. <laughs> I mean, the best, there are three songs in this record that are terrible, but in the context of the album. And I'm talking about, let me see, Say Yeah, I'm an Animal, and what's the other one? The the Tommy Thayer one? When Lightning Strikes. Yeah. But those three songs will be the worst song in a record like uh, Hotter Than Hell. Right, right. Yeah, I do like those songs. I like I'm an Animal. I did like that song. I like Modern Day Delilah. No, I don't like it. eh. I mean, if I listen outside the record, I mean, when I listen to the record, I'm like, okay, this song sounds good. But if I listen to it out of context, it's like, what the fuck is this shit? Get out of my playlist. (laughs) Yeah, don't like Sonic Boom. (coughs) But the reason it, even though I I don't really like any song of this record, the reason I don't, it's not higher on my list is because I don't think the songs are as terrible as others. I saw there's coming on. So, right. So, yeah, that's my number eight. <laughs> All right. My number eight, which I wrote down number nine, but fuck it. It, it, it could go eight perfectly. Uh, I'm a huge fan of their first two albums. Then they switched singers and they did three albums that I enjoyed. I have nothing bad to say about them. But, you know, <laughs> Maiden. Are... No, no, no. Oh, no. Not, okay, okay. Not Maiden, actually. And uh, so the, the three albums after was with a different singer, and I enjoyed them, but I, I didn't think it was good as good as the first two. Then the fifth album, fourth, fifth album, whatever it was, they brought back the original singer, and it was terrible. And I was, like, blown away how bad this album is. Okay. Talking about Metal Church. Their album's called Masterpiece. They brought back David Wayne for this album. It's a masterpiece of shit. It's so bad. And it was such it was such a disappointment. And and soon after, David Wayne left the band, formed a band called Wayne, released an album called Metal Church that fucking rules. An amazing album. I would put it above every Metal Church album except the first two. So I'm like, why didn't he do this? Why didn't Metal Church release this album? But Masterpiece, oh my God, it sounds horrible. The, The songs are flat. And it just, it doesn't sound, it just sounds bad. So that is my number eight. Metal Church, masterpiece of shit. <laughs> I'm aware of Metal Church. Uh, I'm not really into them. Mm-hmm. They, I never listened to Metal Church. Um, I, 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 I need to check them part. out. But it sounds like he should have never come back to the band and write no. stuff. Yeah. No, no, no. And rest in peace, he passed away. But. Oh, he passed away. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the same so, with Andre. I, I didn't mention that. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's true. I know Andre. Uh, the funny thing about David Wayne, he was in a car accident, but he lived. But he had um, complications afterwards. No, he had like a brain injury that he didn't that the doctors didn't detect, uh-huh. and he ended up dying. Like I don't know how much longer after that on his porch from a result of that accident that they didn't find, you know? Oh, so wow. It's, it's just sad. 
it's sad, you know. I mean, yes, that's right. yeah. But anyway, that was my number eight. What's your number seven? My number seven is from a 70s band, hard rock band from the United States that made incredible good albums. I mean, I like them more than Guess or Van Halen. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to bands from the US. And I'm talking of none other than Aerosmith. What album do you think it's my number seven? Um just push play? Sure. Sure, that is. That, that oh one. my god! <laughs> Just push play. What a fucking disappointing record. I'm gonna be honest to you. Uh, Aerosmith dramatically changed after, uh, let's see, um, Done with Meters, because they were still heavy in Done with Meters. Then uh, when Just came Permanent Vacation and Pump, they became more poppy, and yeah. that went great for them because they made a lot of money with a lot of hits. Uh, but the band drastically changed. I still like those records, not as much as the 70s material. You know, uh, Get Your Wings, Toys in the Attic, Rocks, amazing records. No, those, those, that's uh, my Aerosmith. I yeah, like that, same with I me. Like, same. I didn't like uh, Love and Elevator or Jamie's Got a Gun, but I thought that album was good other than those songs. Yeah, that, that's what I was uh, trying to go into. Uh, I like Pump. I like um, Get Your Grip, even though it has a lot of of bad bad songs, but you you know the bad songs are drowned in some other songs that I actually like, even though are poppy. You know, remember last episode when we did the Queen one? I was yeah. saying that it doesn't matter if a band changes their style completely and it's like I don't know, like cha 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 music for, for from now on. If right. it's good, it's good, and that's kind of happens with Aerosmith. But just push play. I mean, I I wanted to say though this. Um, I like Nine Lives. Oh, that's yeah, me album. too. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, that's, that has a lot of good songs. And it's different, but will be my favorite besides any of the 70s records. Oh, but yeah. Jasper's Play is the total India. opposite. Taste of oh, yeah, India that's a great song. song. Yeah. The Farm. There's a lot of good stuff on that album. I think it's a good fucking album because I fucking yeah. love that album playing. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of amazed it didn't do better because uh, Nine Lives, they went back to Columbia. Columbia gave them so many millions of dollars and pumped so much money into the advertising of that album. It didn't really do as well as the two previous ones, which shocked me because I thought it was a good album. Yeah, it was better, definitely, the, the Get Your Grip. And, oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like Get, get I like Eat the Rich. That's about it. That's the only song I liked on that album. Oh, that's, I hate that one. <laughs> really? That's the only one I liked off it. Yeah. Yeah, I like the, the hits. I like Crying. I like Amazing, Crazy. Yeah, yeah, can't get into that. Yeah, but we're talking about fucking just push play. This album sucks. I mean, I like Jaded. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaded's an amazing song. I love that song. But that's the the best song so far uh, of the album. Yes, I mean of this of the songs, it doesn't deserve to be in the record. (laughs) Yeah, I I I actually. You know, I also kind of like Fly Away From Here in Avant Garden, the, the, the last track. But, I mean, I don't really care for those songs. I mean, when they when someone remember. play those songs, I'm like, oh, okay, that one's good. I really like it. Jaded will be the only good song in the record. But the rest, oh, fuck. I mean, the song Light Inside, for example, that's like they trying to redo Rats in the Cellar from, from Rocks. Right. But 
but fail miserably. Uh, do, can you remember any of these tracks of, of this record? No. I remember, yeah, me neither. I remember the title track. Didn't it have kind of like a rap thing or a scratch record? Oh, yeah. It did. It was yeah. like, Jazz Bash Play. Yeah, I just rem yeah. that's all I remember off that album. But I remember I didn't like anything else off it. Yeah, I couldn't remember any of the songs either. But as I was saying before, I listened to 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 this before doing this, and yeah, I took notes, and I was very surprised at this at the song I mentioned, "Light Inside." It's like, like they trying to do redo "Rats in the Cellar," but they really lost it somewhere in time. You know, actually, uh, this was supposed to be a theme record. Are you aware of this? No. Yeah, and it was gonna the, the the title of the record was gonna be longer, but the record company didn't allow them because they thought they were gonna sell more records if they leave it shorter. You wanna know you know the, the name of the record? No. It was just push play without complaints. We know this album sucks. <laughs> that would that, that's a better title. Yeah, that's a good title. Oh, and the theme was shitty music. Yeah. Yeah. They should have called it just just push <laughs> skip. <laughs> after, yeah, yeah. After just, after jaded, just push skip. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. No, uh, jokes aside, this album is bad, and it's very sad for Aerosmith. Well, oh, and music from another dimension ain't that better. You know, I never heard it. Stay away I've from never it. heard that album. That's an album yeah. I've been wanting to hear for. I know it's on YouTube. I'll get around to listening to it, but I've never like. How's it? It's been out like seven years now, and I have yet to yeah, hear it. Yeah, 2012. Yeah, eight years. It's going to be eight, eight years. years. Look at that. But yeah. that album has more songs that I like. I like um, Legendary Child, Street Jesus. I like Lover A Lot, which is my favorite. The, you know, the predictable ballad, uh, What Could Have Been Love. I like that song, too. The, <laughs> but the rest is forgettable. That's a lot of, of songs sung by, by Joe Perry. And... I don't like that guy's vocals. <laughs> oh, Joe Perry is terrible. Yeah, I've never liked and he saw the material. He's, he's bad. He's bad. Yeah. I mean he's he has good backing vocals, but not yeah. uh lead vocals. Yeah, it's like Eddie Van Halen and Michael Anthony. They're great backing vocalists, but put them on yeah. put them on the mic alone and it's like ugh. And fuck Joe Perry, he ain't even a good guitar player. No, Brad Whitford. Brad yeah. Whitford is way better. Which uh, baffles me why they didn't use Brad Whitford on Train Kepa Rowland instead of Dick <laughs> Wagner. I think I think I think funny Brad you Whitford's mentioned better... that I because think... I I I thought that was my favorite um, a Joe Perry solo, Train Kepa <laughs> Rowland, and right. then I found out that it wasn't him. So fuck yeah. Joe Perry. Yeah, I thought they should have got Brad Whitford, man. Yeah. No, no disrespect to um, uh, what's his face. Now I just said his name and I forgot now. Uh, the, no, the guy that played on uh, Train Pepper Rolling oh, played with Alice Cooper. Wagner, you say? Didn't you say Wagner? Dick yeah, Wagner. Dick, Wag Dick Wagner, I think his name was. Yeah, yeah played on Sweet Pain on uh, on on Destroyer. Anyway, all right. Well, my number seven now. My number seven and six are two bands that I absolutely love, but they made a string of really bad albums. But. You know, cause this is a band I've pretty much given up on. Uh, I thought their last good album was in 1984. But then they released albums I just didn't care for. But they released one album, I think, around 2099, something like that, that is unfucking listenable And I'm talking about Eye to Eye by the Scorpions. Have you heard this shit? 
No, I'm not done with the Scorpions discography. I like the Scorpions, but I've only heard their best albums so far. It's like rave music. I don't know what the fuck they were thinking. It's like techno. Really? Yeah, it's like, what the fuck are they thinking? Oh, it's, that time, yeah. You said it was 90? 99 around there. Okay, yeah. And it was just so... It's such an unlistenable album. It was, you know, it should be higher on my list. But, but you know, I mean, everything I've heard from the Scorpions after Love It for Sting, I know a lot of people love Savage Amusement and Crazy World, whatever. I I like uh, Don't Stop at the Top of, of uh, Savage Amusement. That's it. Like, the rest is like, eh. But, but, but man, at least those albums were shitty, but it sounded like the Scorpions. This is them trying to be... I don't know what. Uh, it's just like it's not rock at all. It's like this kind of. Uh, it's not industrial. It's not techno. Is it but Eurodance? Because Eurodance was popular at the time, and probably, a lot of rockers were doing that. Probably, I never heard that type of music, so it probably is. It's, it's like, like dance techno, music. but yeah, it's very. It's I don't like electronic music. music. Crap! Eye to eye is my number seven. Horrible. Horrible. I, I love the Scorpions. I think the. The singer, what's his name? Is lost mine. Yeah, him. <laughs> he's a great singer. Love him. Yeah, I think easily he would be in like my top fifteen. No, I'm not sure yeah. if the top twenty singers yeah, of all time. He's one top of my fifteen, favorite. top twenty. Uh, my favorite album by the Scorpions is Virgin Killer, not because of the album cover, because of the music. Well, yeah, I perfect. have I have the real album cover with the with the band on the cover. With Fuck the band. that. Fuck <laughs> that. You know, every time I see somebody online, I got the rare. Virgin Killer album cover. I go, dude. If I had that shit, I'd throw it away. That shit's disturbing and disgusting. Yeah, but you gotta understand the the German culture. They are they are no, very nudist. I understand that, but these are Americans but, going. I got the rare version. They're not. Yeah, German. but <laughs> I think that's disturbing. I mean, you cannot talk about that album cover without bringing uh, um, Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin. By Houses of the Holy feels innocent, you know? Yeah, it's it's, it's their butts. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, it's only their butts. You don't even butt, see breasts. You don't even see a flat chest on that album cover, you know? Yeah, however, that that that, that girl in that album cover is literally with, a, with, with her legs spread. So, yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. my favorite album, Scorpions. I, I'm actually only heard the first nine. Uh, Love at First Things is the last one I've heard, and I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah no, it, I like it. That was the last one hit. I liked. That's the most popular because of Love You Like a Hurricane and, yeah, and yeah. Still Love You. That's what exploded them in the States. Yeah. That's what became, they became And as music. usually happens when a band explodes, as you're saying, confirming right now, uh, they they low down the quality after this, apparently. Yeah, they try to... Because the thing is, when bands get big, they release an album to remain big. So they, yeah. you know, they release shit like Savage Amusement. The Rhythm of Love. I hated that shit, man. It's so bad. But uh, all right. Well, what's your number six? Okay, your number six. I'm going to ask asking you this question. What would you say is the biggest metal band in the world? Metallica? Yeah. Okay, Metallica. Yeah, that, that would have been, I think, in the world, Metallica is the biggest one. That's why I was asking because we're different, different places. But here in Latin America, uh, Metallica would be number two. The Ooh, first spot Iron, can you, Iron Maiden? Yeah, Iron Maiden is the band we worship. I mean, everybody loves Maiden. Every metalhead lo- loves Maiden. It's like super huge. I mean, 
And I understand in the U.S., Iron Maiden isn't that big. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's right. They, they were at one time. I mean, they were the biggest metal band in the mid-'80s. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about the Metallica. Present. Metallica came and took their crown. Yeah, but yeah, we're, we're still loyal to Iron Maiden, even though most people will agree that their first five records are their best. But we're still very loyal to Maiden. We, I mean, Maiden came here to El Salvador in, in what year was 2016, I believe. And it's been the, the, the biggest crowd ever in El Salvador. So yeah, we love Maiden. Uh, but despite all this, I'm telling you, Every nobody will hesitate to say that Virtual Eleven is easily their shittiest material. I would think I, I have one worse than that. I think. Oh I'm really? Fan, oh, I'm not a fan of Virtual Eleven. Believe me. But, but is I, it the I didn't factor? mind. I didn't mind the Clansman. I didn't mind Future Future Real. Is it name? I don't know. I haven't heard that album forever. Two songs were okay on it for me. Not one song I liked off Final Frontier. I thought that album was fucking hard. Yeah, that was bad too. It was really bad. That would be my least favorite Maiden. I liked X Factor actually. I mean, did I, that I was, make your list? No, no. Okay. Actually, yeah, it would. Yeah, and it's definitely in my honorable mentions. I'm looking at it now. I did okay. put Final Frontier because the thing is, man, look, um, <clears throat> Iron Maiden for me uh, after. Power Slave, it's spotty. I mean, there was a lot of songs I liked. A lot of people swear, no, Somewhere in Time's their best album or Seven Sun. And that's cool and all. But I, I thought those albums were just such a downgrade from the first five. And I love the first five. It, it just got different. And But, you know, I loved Alexander the Great. I loved uh, Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner, Wasted Years. I even liked that song, you know, and Deja Vu. And I liked... Um, Moon Child and the title track, but those are the only songs I like off both those albums. And yeah. people just swear by it. I actually like No Prayer for the Dying, and I mean, more yeah, that was good. I, you know, I liked it more than those two albums. I mean, I don't love it, but I thought I, I thought it was more in the direction I like, which was more bare bone, less proggy, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, that, that's what killed Maiden. They they try to be too much proggy. I mean, yeah, it's. Proggy, it's good when you have songs like Phantom of the Opera yeah. or Power Slave. Uh, but then you have like very, very... Yeah, the, the, that album you were talking about, The Final Frontier, is very pretentious. That, that was a bad album, too. I didn't, I didn't like no songs off that album. Not one. <laughs> you know? And I saw that tour, too. The Wild Wind Blow and shit like that. I was like, eh. But anyway, all right. That, that was your number... Six, yeah, my number right? six. I just would like to say though that Blaze Bailey is an horrible singer, and not because he necessarily has a bad voice, but he has zero feeling when he's when he's singing. I mean, I and think, that's what I, I. I just think his voice is bad for Maiden. You know, for Maiden music, it just, I, you know, have you ever heard Silicon Messiah? It's uh, the first solo album he did after leaving Maiden. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> well, it's a good album. I got to tell you. Yeah. But I'm not no, a big Blaze fan. I'm just saying. I'm really know. turned down by this guy. I mean, I think he sings like, I don't know, like he's just sitting on his couch. I mean, he, he's not singing about Liberty, for example, like the Klansman. Fuck, fuck Blaze Bailey. I, <laughs> I think oh, it's yeah. the worst thing that could happen to Maiden. And yeah, I, I don't do. like it. 
I think actually the version of the Clansman that Bruce does and Rock and Rio, it sounds more interesting. I mean, it doesn't sound like anything from the first five records, but it sounds something like uh, "No Prayer from the Dying." No, I, I like I like Bruce's ver like uh, "Sign of the Cross" was good. Future Real, I like his you know his versions more. But um, <laughs> but man, then the last song they did with Blades was "Virus." Oh my God, was that bad? Yeah, I was like, all right, get rid of them already. This is just too much. Uh, yeah, and it's funny how these songs. I mean, in Virtual Eleven aren't as long as some of, of other songs. For example, when two words collide, that shitty song, I mean, it's it feels longer than Temple of the Clouds and it's shorter than Hallow Be Thy Name. <laughs> <laughs> and I blame it to Blaze Belly. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 yeah, his voice was... It's just wrong. It's just wrong. All right, well, my number six, again, this is a band that you know, it's a band that goes back to my youth. And their first five albums to me are perfection. Then after that, they just started releasing albums that I was like, eh, okay, I like a song here, a lot of song there. And a lot of people would name a different album than I'm about to name. A lot of people would say The Doctor is their worst album or Busted is their worst album. So I'm a cheap trick. Uh, and it's an album that's very loved. Uh, by you know a lot of Cheap Trick fans And it's an album called Standing on the Edge Not one fucking song I like off that album That's, That album is just fucking terrible You know, Tonight It's You The single is like That's the closest I'll get to liking something But it's still They add bridges to it And just They ruin the song If they would have like Cut the fat Now, I understand A lot of you people like this album uh, don't get me wrong and you'd pick the doctor or busted as their worst not me man the doctor i can name a song or two and busted i can same name a song or two not one song i'll standing on the edge i like at all at all it's just a fucking very bad stupid album where they're and it's definitely them trying to get a hit because the whole album is them like doing really bad singles i think you know, it, it, it's to me when I listen to that album, I think of jocks. You know, those football jocks in high school, the bullies that are into fucking, uh, you know, like, you know, uh, to, you know, not that I hate the outfield, but you know what I'm trying to say. Like, you know, that type of music, you know, it's like, um, and that's my number six, Standing on the Edge by Cheap Trick. Um, fucking terrible. And there's a lot of Cheap Trick albums I'm not a big fan of, but yeah, that one is like the worst. I was expecting a Ship Trick entry from you because I've heard your, your four-parter on Ship Trick. Yeah. That's good, yeah. by the way. Yeah, thanks. Uh, that was a lot of fun, the, the whole uh, ra- uh, table. Yeah, roundhouse table. Who else yeah. wasn't there? Uh, BJ from uh, Rock and or Roll and Robert Lawson, the author of Cheap Trick's Still Competition or Compilation, whatever it's called. <laughs> I keep fucking it up. He's done a Nazareth book. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He was in the Nazareth episode as well, wasn't he? Yes, we talked about yeah. Nazareth. He educated yeah. me a little bit. I talked I about love I Nazareth do. a lot. Yeah. That's a, one of my favorite bands. And gladly, it's not in this list. <laughs> yeah, there's no Nazareth on my list. Yeah. Um, everything yeah, I've that... heard so far, I love. Thanks to um, well, I've discovered some Nazareth before Joseph Stahl, but. This guy, Joseph Stahl, man, he keeps sending me Nazareth CDs. 
that are so good. I'm yeah, like, Nazareth is consistent. Yeah. Even the even when they're trying to well, what we were telling them about when <clears> when <throat> they got huge and they were just like throwing hits. Uh, I still oh, like them. Yeah, you uh, like Elixir. I like that album. Right, but yeah. Cheap Trick. I mean, yeah, I I like Cheap Trick as, but uh, as like Scorpions, I'm not very educated with their material, and I don't, I don't think know Cheap Trick would be. Cheap Trick is probably not even popular at all in, in the South uh, in South America. No, but, I'm aware of Cheap Trick because of you, because of the videos. Okay, you there you go. Them. Yeah, because yeah. they're more of an American band. I think they 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 do have a following in the UK and and of course Japan, but that's about it. I think you know what other band does not sound here in Latin America? I listen to Salvador, Who? Van Halen. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me either. Van Halen has is is the biggest in the states. I know they, you know, even when they were with David Lee Roth, they didn't headline Donington. They opened for ACDC and somebody else. Uh, but they were always huge here. Yeah, they, yeah. they they're, Van Halen is definitely not an international band. Well, I think they're big in Japan. That's about it. Europe Japan as well? US. Uh, I Europe? don't think so. No. I don't okay. think so. I thought they were yeah. huge in Europe. Yeah, but they, here people only know Jump and Panama. <laughs> yeah, Some people know Running with the Devil. They're, after that, no, but Van Halen is not that huge here. Right. And even, I like Van Halen. But uh, I know they're your favorite band from the U.S. Uh, yes, not yeah. I actually like Kiss more than Van Halen. <laughs> yeah, that's but, cool. but I like Van Halen. Van Halen easily makes like my top 20, 25 bands. Yeah. Right. So what number are we magic. in right now? Uh, six. No, five. My number five or your number? No, my number five, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so we're talking about something that at least to me is worse than version 11 by Iron Maiden. That album sucks. <laughs> okay, number five. Remember that we did a Queen episode? Oh, yeah. I had a feeling you were going to throw this one out. No, no, it's not that one. It's related. Oh, okay. This is the, the Freddie Mercury solo album, Mr. Bad Guy. Okay, I never heard it. Yeah, and that and the reason I, I'm throwing this in the list because I don't want to seem like a nerd, you know, like throwing all Queen. Uh, no. But this is something by Freddie Mercury. God damn it! I mean, he's supposed to be a um, um, a creative mastermind. Uh, the, you exactly. know, uh, I mean, he was Queen, as some people say. I mean, fuck all the the other three members. It was all Freddie Mercury and. People has who said that has not heard this shitty album. I mean, it's like Hot Space Part Two. It's like <laughs> the sister album of Hot Space in the same vein. All this disco shit, and yeah, I don't actually like one song, the single "Living on My Own." Uh, it has a video actually that, that the song. I I I dig that song. I I don't, I'm not crazy about it, but I think it's good. Uh, I don't like any of the rest of the songs. But I gotta say that Queen reworked some of these songs. I'm talking about Made in Heaven and I Was Born to Love You that reappear in the Made in Heaven album. And Love Kills that reappear in... How was it called? Queen Forever. Queen Forever, yeah. A compilation record of 2014. And the Queen version of these three songs are good. While the versions in this fucking record sound like a techno-ish demo of the of a good song 
Yeah, so fuck Freddie Mercury. Oh, and another thing that this is the the record that split Queen, you know, according to the the bullshit movie, which I actually liked. Uh, oh, but I love yeah, that movie. I, that, I know that, that, that movie is so full of inaccuracies, but I loved it, man. I I did enjoy that movie. But yeah, I liked it too. It was entertaining. I mean, it's not a documentary, people. Don't don't sweat over it. It's, uh, but it's this is the biggest bullshit of them all. Queen split because Freddie Mercury released a solo record. Ah, oh, I mean, yeah. the, the the first one to release a solo material was Roger Taylor, and it sucked. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Starfleet wasn't before that. No, Starfleet was, uh, I think, in the same year of Mr. Bad Guy. Okay. But yeah, it was after. But okay. but. But, you know, the band was so dysfunctional at this point that Roger Taylor actually contributed to Mr. Bad Guy. (laughs) But according to the movie, they were fighting like cats and dogs and and he wasn't communicated. Yeah, that was the biggest bullshit of of them all. Yeah, actually, people, if you want to listen something good about Freddie Mercury, just listen to his solo, his second solo album with Montserrat Caballé, Barcelona. That album is amazing. Because after that, he has like 15 compilation records of only two, two solo uh, material he released. Also, Thanks. if you want to hear something good from Freddie Mercury, Queen 2, man, I was just listening to that today. What a great album. Oh, yeah, listen oh, to that guy. No, I haven't been listening to good music because of the shitty topic. (laughs) Well, I didn't listen to none of these albums, dude, because it's already, um, uh, believe me, it's like, you know, it's like a kid that was molested as a kid. It's always in the brain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the same with me. But I li- I actually listened it to to listen to listen to to Mr. Bad Guy because I didn't quite remember it, so I didn't know where to place it. Right. Because, you know, I didn't oh, know. I, I knew I didn't like it. Uh, actually, I didn't remember it as at first. You know, it was while while making the list. It, it just came to my mind. Oh, Mr. Bad Guy, that album sucked. Yeah, but I didn't know if it was an honorable mention or where where to put it. And yeah, it's number five. Fucked it. So okay. what would be your number five? All right, my number five, and this one is uh, pretty shocking to me, actually, because this is a band that has a huge discography, and of course, when you have a band that has many, many, many albums, you're not going to love every, every every one of them, but this is a band that has many, many albums that many are better than others, but they all have songs I like off them, even the, the worst of the worst, but this one. Not one song, and it breaks my heart to say this. Motorhead, March or Die. Oh, it was total record company pressure. They were on Sony Music, a lot of money pushed behind them. Uh, they got released, they released 1916, which great album, but it didn't really do that well. So I think they were under pressure to you need a hit. So they did a really bad cover of Cat Scratch Fever from. From uh, uh, Ted Nugent, and um, it's just bad. The only okay song on it is a song called "You Better Run," but it's one of those songs that you've heard a million times, like kind of like a bad to the bone type blues rocker type thing. And Slash does a solo on it. I mean, if I was to pick a song I liked off it, but it's a throwaway song. And it's uh, I'm a huge Motorhead fan. I love Motorhead, but March or Die, and it was a, it was a fucking album. I I was like, oh, maybe this is a grower 
because it's Motorhead, you know? Maybe. And boy, did I put myself through torture trying to like this album. It also had Hellraiser, the one that he did with Ozzy. And I, I think Born to Raise Hell's on it. I mean, I had a couple of songs that are kind of known because they had videos and shit, but sorry. Uh, that's my number five. March or Die from Motorhead. This is the most shocking out of all your picks to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it's one of the, their best material. Uh, it will be easily at the bottom of my if I rank all Motorhead records. Oh, it's but the bottom. I don't dislike it that much. I mean, I think it's terrible. Oh. I I listen to this at least like once a year. Yeah, once a year. It is Motorhead. It's Lemmy. So you know, I mean, it's that's why it's number five. Not the not all the way at number one. You know, but it's still I. The reason why it's like midway on my list is because it's Motorhead. This ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> so it's more of a heartbreaker, heartbreaking uh, addition to my list. Uh, yeah. Where the, the other four aren't as heartbreaking. I'm shocked by, by, by I mean, it's your opinion. It's, yeah. So you like what you like. I actually like the, the cover of Cat Scratch Fever more than the, the, really? the music version. Yeah. Wow. Did you hear because Pantera I like version? those vocals. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you gotta love Lemmy. Yeah. All right. Well, what's your number four? Oh, my number four is from a band we were talking about before. And I'm going to imitate a singer. So let's see if you can guess who I'm talking about. Better, 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 better. Tell me why can this be love? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, fuck Van Hagar. Van Hagar? Van yeah. Hagar is nowhere even on my list because that doesn't even constitute his music on my end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I have to be, I mean, but I have to be consistent, man. I, if I consider, you know, Headless Cross or or Heaven and Hell as Black Sabbath records, I got to consider this a Van Halen record. I hear you, I hear you. So, yeah, and, and I mean... Unlike you and most people, I don't blame this all to Sammy. I mean, Sammy is no, a big I've... part for me to dislike this record. But also, Eddie, I mean, the songs are so bad in here. I've said, like it, nine, I've said it every time. Because always when I have arguments with Sammy Hagar tards, hey, Eddie, hard. I'm like, hey, I'm blaming Eddie too. Don't think, I, don't think I'm pushing all the Sammy. Sammy sucks by nature. Eddie doesn't <laughs> suck, and he sucked by adding him to the band. So, yes, I blame Eddie Van Halen as much as Sammy Hagar for all that terrible music. No, but, but not only for hiring Sammy. I mean, the songs are bad. And one other thing, important thing, he's a terrible, and I mean, horrendous keyboard player. Yeah. I mean, he's a guitar god. I get it. Uh, but Eddie... Just keep playing the fucking guitar because you yeah. suck at keyboards, god fucking damn it. You're you not Alan Lanier. Right You're not uh what's the name of the deep purple guy I just just slipped on my mind? Lord. Oh, uh -huh. Lord, okay. Yeah, you're not any of these guys. So, you know, you know take on you your know, guitar. I'm a little surprised though, because according to Sammy Hagar fans, okay. uh fifty one fifty would be the best one. Out of all the semi, I, I don't like. Oh, it. important you mention that because I haven't listened to the other ones. I mean, I listen balance. Okay. I haven't listened to the other ones, and to be true, the first time I because I listened to this album out of curiosity 
because of how much you and Ian used to to slam Sammy Hagar in all Van Hagar material. And I was like, is that that shit really that bad? Let me take a listen. So I ah. I play this this album, I download it and play it. And I'm not joking. I have to listen this for the first time. Uh, I split it and and listened to this in three different occasions because I couldn't stand it of how bad it it was. Right. The vocals, the the keyboard playing, and the, drums, the, the, the sound, sound structure. The sound of the drums. I don't remember like, the drums bother me that much. It's, it's uh, kind of like electronic drums. It didn't have that Alex Van Halen flair. Oh really? Yeah, I agree. Does not sound like Alan, Alex Van Halen. You know, but re-listening to this album, um, I think there are two songs that sound a little bit reminiscent to what they used to do with Dave. And is the opening track good enough? And what was the other one? Summer Nights. Yeah, Summer Nights. I have it written. Summer Nights was written with David in the band. David just never got around to putting lyrics to it. Yeah. Yeah, it but, was a but song that's important to have Sammy trying to imitate Dave because he goes like, "Ooh, all right, come out!" And oh, and it's terrible. Hello, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible album. And yeah, that's why I listen balance as well. I listen side one and side two because I, I didn't like it. <laughs> and the other, how many more are two more? Uh yeah, O U A one two and fuck yes two more yeah those two albums uh, I haven't even bothered so I don't, I don't know if those yeah, albums yeah. are better so Sammy Hagar might be right this might be their best but I'm not willing to 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 figure that out I yeah. like one song of this though and it's the one song I like from Van Hagar can you guess what song it is Well I I'll try to guess but I'll tell you this right now I like okay. a song off it too Oh really And I okay, said it, it I I've said it. You want me to say mine first? Yeah, go ahead. It's it's gonna be, it's gonna shock you. I don't think it's gonna be the one you're gonna pick. Okay, let's go. It's a keyboard song. <laughs> okay, mine as well. Love comes walking in. Oh no! Fuck that shit. That's the worst. <laughs> that's the. Worst. That's I like that song, dude. That's oh, that's the worst. Look, Yamo, I have no idea why I haven't had a dick in my mouth yet, but I like that song. <laughs> All right, that's a good phrasing. I don't know because I have never. I don't. How was it? I don't know why I haven't had a dick in my mouth, but I like dreams. <laughs> well, there, well, oh, come on, like you're, you're, you're as gay as me, dude. <laughs> yeah, we both are. Oh my I god, that like song. Yeah, well, I'm telling you, love comes walking in irritates you as much as dreams irritates me. Yeah, I hear oh. you. I don't know why I like it. You know. I don't, I'm not one of these people that are like, oh, I have a guilty pleasure. I'm proud of everything I like, except there's an exception here. You know, I'm a little ashamed of liking Love Comes Walking In. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm a little ashamed of that. And yeah, I have I, said it. I, I've, I've said it on my past podcast. I, I never hid that. You know, I, it's not something I'm proud of, but I like that. And I like the Humans Being, which was the last song Van Hagar ever did. For a soundtrack, I think the movie was Twister. I actually liked that song too. They had two songs I liked. Yeah, okay. No, I'm not aware of that song either. Yeah, it's good. It's actually, actually, it's a pretty damn good song. It's heavy. It's pretty cool. (laughs) But whatever. All right, that was uh, your number four, Four. right? Yeah. My number four, and boy, let me tell you something. When this album came out, it was universally hated. Everybody hated it. Now. 
I see people online praising it, and I'm like, what? This album is so bad. Not one song I like off it. It's just terrible. And I know some people are listening, and they're going to be shocked because you guys like it. But let me tell you something. I never met somebody that liked this album when it was new. Everybody was saying, what the fuck? Talking about Judas Priest demolition. Oh, my God. People fuck with Nostradamus. I, I like Nostradamus, but I understand the hatred for Nostradamus because it's kind of pompous and long and, you know, a lot of keyboard sound. I like it. I like that album. Yeah, Demolition. I like it as well. I don't think it's bad. Oh, cool, cool. Demolition is just a fucking travesty. There's actually a rap metal song on that album. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember. I think it was Metal Messiah or something like that. It's just bad. You know, I've seen people online, no, one-on-one is great and... Uh, motorcycle man whatever it's called and i was like no <laughs> i don't like it. hell is home none of that i saw the tour i love ripper owens i love what he does yeah. live with priest i just saw him last month phenomenal but ripper owens has nothing to do with judas priest glenn tipton wrote the lyrics and music and there is a song uh, a bonus a bonus track on demolition that ripper wrote called what's my name that's actually good, <laughs> but it didn't make the album. Cause and good, it didn't make the album. You don't want to put a good song on that album. That fucking demolition is my number four. Horrible, terrible. And I'm not the biggest jugulator guy either. But at least I like Cathedral Spires and Bloodstained. But and Bullet Train's okay. But um, this album has not one song I like off it. Nothing, zero, zip. Number four, Jesus Priest, Demolition. What's your number three? Oh, no, I, just, I would like to I, add something to Demolition because, yeah, actually makes my honorable mentions. Okay. Yeah, I just saw it's my, my number three and I cringed. <laughs> but I'll let you go first. Yeah, because I, I agree with you. Ripper Owens, unlike Blaze Bailey, I think he's a phenomenal singer. It's so sad that Judas Priest wasn't their lowest songwriting-wise at this point in both of his albums, Jugulator and Demolition. Yeah, with Ram It Down and Turbo are definitely the four uh, Judas Priest albums I don't like. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too crazy of those two albums, but th dude, they sound like S Sad Wings of Destiny compared to Demolition. <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah. bad. And what's it's... the name of the rap? It's been a while. I mean... I re-listened to this album, you know, this week, The Demolition. And yeah, I was surprised of how bad it was because I was thinking Turbo was the worst Judas right. Priest record. But I was like, no, this is even worse. I mean, yep. And I hate Turbo. I ended up liking Turbo Lover after 30 years. You know, oh, I was like, you know song. what? I was like, you know what? It's not that bad. I, I always liked Out in the Cold um, and Turbo Lover. So, you know. It's still like down there, though, you know, uh, yeah, not, not not something I grab often uh, at all. Actually, I never put on turbo ever. You know, ever. just came to my mind to my mind because uh, you recently did a video on uh, a point of entry. Oh, I love that album. Yeah, and you were saying this that you didn't that you weren't sure if it was time like the reason because you like it. And let me confirm it to you since I was I'm a young guy, I was born in the 90s. I mean, no, it's not timeline, it's a good album. It, cool, that cool. record reminds me more of the sweet or cheap trick or cheap trick. Yeah, uh, it reminds it's, me more of those two albums, you it's know, more it, yeah, a hard rock album than a metal, yeah, album. hard rock, but somehow happy Melodic. and you know, uplifting. Yeah. 
yeah, but still hot rocking, you know. Yeah, hot rocking, and uh, Solar Angel is kind of metal. Uh, but the rest is like good killer hard rock, turning circles, desert plains. Desert plains, one of my favorite Jesus Priest songs. Period. You know, I absolutely love yeah. uh, Point of Entry. But <clears throat> I think if Point of Entry came out in '86 or '87, it would have got hated more. Carrie King hates it. Yeah, know? I agree. But you know, I hate Carrie King. <laughs> Turbo, however, sounds like Bon Jovi or Poison. Yeah, it it, it was it. All metal, all my heroes were doing shit. Like, I didn't like Ultimate Sin. I didn't like, uh, you know, Somewhere in Time. I mean, all my heroes were changed. But it, right at that time, you know, you know, Slayer, uh, Metallica, Anthrax, you know, all the, the thrash about came. The thrash. Yeah. yeah, the thrash came and, and, and it kind of like, you know, all right, here's, you know, real metal does live. Not all band. You know, and I, <clears throat> I blame Motley Crue. For everything that happened with this, because Theater of Pain changed everything for the popular bands. You know, I'm not, I'm definitely not blaming Iron Maiden for that one. But yeah, Jesus funny. Priest, I think, was influenced a little bit by Motley Crue because they went from leather to putting colors all over them. And yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's just fuck Motley Crue. Fucking man. <laughs> I don't yeah. like it. I like, I like Shot of the Devil and I like the album they did without Vince Neil. I haven't listened to that one with John Karabi, right? It's great, man. It's yeah, I haven't I haven't checked it out. I like uh, no, I don't like. I like some songs from Shout Out the Devil. Yeah, I think that's a great album. I like I like a couple wait, of wait, songs. Wait, 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 wait. One quintessential question right here. Do you like their version of Helter Skelter? Yes. I don't ah, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not the it's not as good as the Beatles version. Uh, okay, okay, at least you're, you're I, I, I will not go that far. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Okay, uh, but what number are we in right now? Uh, we are number three, number, right? Number three. Oh my God, my number three is really bad. You uh, probably never I, heard it. It's so bad that nobody's heard it. But it's I'm not sure if you're aware of my number three. But no, let's I'm see not. if you are, because this is a, a band that the most disappointing band ever to me, Boston. Oh. And to me, this is the most disappointing band because the first album, Boston, is like. Easily one of the top tens album of all time to me at least. I mean, I oh, yeah. love it, album. perfect fucking album. That album has only killers, only only killers, song after song after song. I can yes. never get enough of that album. The sound of that album. Yeah, a fucking fact, fuck top ten. That's fun. It's easily top five albums to me. Yeah, I love yeah. that album. Yeah, it's just it, don't look back. Their second album, it's good, it's good, but nowhere near as the first one. Yeah, third stage. That's the name of the third one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. And and let's go on. So my number three is actually, I believe their fifth. Their fifth or four, I'm not sure. But it's from 2000 or 2001, I don't remember. Corporate America. Have you ever I, listened to this shit? No, but you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I just saw uh, a, a link to the best Boston albums and it was really slammed. Like this guy was like, this is such a terrible album. It's the worst thing they ever released. And Wait, I was like, Corporate America. Yeah, Corporate America. And they, it yeah, was like, it is. I never heard it. I've never heard it. Now I'm afraid uh, of it. No, no, don't stay away from it. Yeah. I mean, it's. I don't like any song in here. I think the best song would be. Let's see. I had it written right here. 
with you, and I ranked it with a four out of ten. Wow. And Tom and Schultz that's the best is even, song. Tom Schultz is ashamed of that album in that article I read. He's oh, not, really? He, yeah, he's not even happy with that album. Yeah. You know, after you listen to this album, you go like, God damn, I got to listen to the newest Goo Goo Dolls album. That would be definitely <laughs> But yeah, you know, no I didn't. I, I wasn't. I was not too crazy about Third Stage. I liked Cool the Engines. That's it. But oh, but I, Third I, Stage I, is is Rainbow Rising comparing to this shit. This yeah, is so bad. Hence, it makes my number three because I really hate it. You know, it sounds like. Uh, are you aware of the this TV channel Nickelodeon? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So most of the songs of these records, to me. Sounds like uh, the intros of any other sitcoms, you know, very <laughs> poppy, shitty, like they didn't care. Right. And it took a lot of time in the making. So, yeah. So Boston, the most disappointing band of all time I mean, to me, because I mean, I, it will, I will always love the first record and the first two records. I will love and love them. But ish, this is the band that could have been. I never was. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, look, just to give you uh, an example of Bo- the, the, my history of Boston. <clears throat> Back in the 70s, it was unheard of for a band not to release an album a year. It took Boston three, four yeah, years to do uh, Don't Look Back, and then even longer than that. With third, That's a band that took forever. Maybe Timeline's Everything. I My favorite Boston's the first one, hands down. But I think I everyone, everyone says... I absolutely love Don't Look Back. I yeah. love that album. I think it's a great album. Yeah, it's not as good as the first one, but it's still a great album. But Timeline, I, I was there, you know, when it came out. So It's Easy is a song that I don't understand why that's not always on the radio. Because it's got that great melodic. And Brad Delp was one of the greatest singers ever. What a voice on that man. Yeah, oh he had a great God. voice. So bad that he used it singing... These terrible songs that go nowhere because yeah. it's funny because I don't think Boston lost their sound, even in this shitty album. I mean, you still hear those guitar, those happy guitars. I mean, that characteristic sound. Now you're gonna Boston want. Has. Now I'm gonna go listen to this fucking album. Okay, do it, but we were. Yeah, beware because it's got very me bad. It was funny because I just read that like not even a week ago, and oh, Brad Delp came back to the band and blah blah. I remember I like, and I never heard the album, but I liked the song Walk On. Um, but I never heard that album, uh, which I think was the fourth album, Walk On. I'm not sure. Uh, I've heard I, all Boston's records, and I don't even want to remember. I only remember this is the worst of them all. Yeah, to me, it's all about the first two albums. Yeah, I agree. All right, number three. Oh, my God, this is so bad. And I absolutely love this guy. And... I will say, you know, some of their, you know, his albums are spotty, but this is unlistenable. Unlistenable. I'm talking about Diamond Dave by David Lee Roth. Have you heard this shit? Let's see. I haven't listened to his records. You, you've heard Diamond Dave, That's that album? Because that album. Oh, the album. Fun. Yes, I have. I don't quite remember it. Is it that bad? It's it's just a mishmash of garbage music and covers that are really bad. Like he does a cover of Tomorrow Never Knows by the Beatles. He does Baker Street, uh, Dan McCafferty. Um, 
I think there's a couple other covers on that album. Yeah, I'm looking at it at Wikipedia right now, and I, I remember this record. It's been like three years since I listened to this, and I remember thinking it was like Diver Down, so no, I didn't dislike it. Oh, man, I thought it was just so... Uh, 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 I believe there's a, a new version of Mean Street on there, right? Or Ice Cream Man, one of the two. Could be wrong. But I just Ice found Cream, it... Yeah. I just found the album unlistenable. And wow. I... I, I, I it's just bad, you know. I w- I bought it when it came out, <laughs> and it was on some shitty label that you know it was d- badly promoted. You know, I mean, he did something just as bad, but it was David Lee Roth was some kind of fucking band doing like uh, bluegrass versions of Van Halen. That's terrible as well. But I can't call that a D- David Lee Roth album because it's kind of like him. Um, with another band, and, and I don't think he sings on that whole album either. I was in a big have fan. a point because I, as I say, I don't quite remember this album. I just it's... remember not disliking it. But that means, and and since I listened to this like three years ago, that it wasn't memorable. So you might have a point. I, I gotta check this out. Yeah, you know what it was was David Lee Roth released the home video, and I bought that home video uh, when he played with Sammy Hagar the Sam and Dave tour. Uh, Sam and Dave, it, yeah. It was called uh, something barbecue. I have it. I have the VHS, and it's it's a weird video of him just running around with hot chicks with that music, and then later they released that music on a CD, and I was like, I bought it anyway. I think there's an ELO cover on there too. You shine a little light on my life or something like that, but it's just bad. It's just oh my god, it's just so fucking terrible. But that's my number three. It had to make my number three. My one and two. Cannot be beat, and <laughs> not even Daily <laughs> Roth can beat those. But, but that's my number three. What's your number two? I'm gonna check out Diamond Dave again. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same record because <laughs> I don't remember listening to Bluegrass. No, 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 that's a different album. <laughs> oh yeah, because I'm aware that uh, he was doing like this techno shit and, and recently. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's but, uh, bad too. But okay, my number two is actually what I thought was gonna be my number first, my number one, but it wasn't. It, can you guess what which one it was? Uh, your number two? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was gonna be my first one, but no. There's one hot, even worse. Hot space. You're right, man. Hot space <laughs> by Queen. I I really thought. I mean, when I when I thought about this, I was like, okay, number one, hot space. But then after I was searching through through my collection, I mean, and in some other MP3s I have downloaded, I found out another that's even worse than this shit. Unlistenable, actually, because I actually like three songs from this record. I like the Las Palabras de Amor, I like uh, Cool Hat, and I like Under Pressure. But the reason, if despite me liking three songs, it is so high, is because the rest is atrocious. I mean, mm. bad, unlistenable. It's, and it breaks my fucking heart that a band I love so much released something with this quality. And yeah, mm. if you want to listen more about this record, go check out the Queen episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. um, I don't want to repeat myself. <laughs> There was, wasn't, wait, hold on, I'm going to Wikipedia. I remember there was a song on there that kind of rocked. Uh, Put Out or maybe the Fire. I'm, was it that one? Put Out the Fire is like the rockiest song because it have distorted guitars, but it sounds like shit. Okay. I thought, I, mean, I thought it was a different title, but you may be right. 
Yeah, yeah I'm, looking, I'm looking at the songs now. Nothing like jumps out at me. It probably, I yeah. guess, it is put out the fire. Yeah, put out the fire. Yeah, people say actually, people who defend this album because there are, <laughs> unbelievably, they are people who Man, defend this. People ship. defend everything. Yeah, yeah, but actually. Michael Jackson liked this album and supposedly inspired him to do a thriller. And I hear the 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 influence, but Michael Jackson did it right. Quinn I love Thriller. I love yeah, that album. Yeah, I like I like that album. There's a reason why it sold so much. It's fucking good. Yeah, it's a great album. It's a fantastic album. Yeah, and you can hear he took inspiration on songs like "Staying Power" of Dancer that has a lot of horns, but ugh. And, and it was Michael Jackson that, uh, like, really pulled for another one bites the dust. Yeah, they didn't, yeah, they yeah. didn't want to release it. They didn't want to release single. it. Fucking uh, Michael convinced the them. The game, yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah, but I didn't finish my my idea. I was gonna say that people who defend this album, they go like, "Put out the fire." Sounds like Queen. You know, you ha- it's a rocky song. But have you ever heard a song that has high falsettos that sound like this? <laughs> oh no, come on! And I and I'm and I'm you know I'm I'm saying gliverish because I don't know the lyrics. I'm gonna find a look for the lyrics right now. Put out the fire lyrics. Let's see. It goes like, "You might feed me for a reason. I don't care what they say." Oh my God! Fuck this song. <laughs> so what's your number two? Uh, as I said, I don't wanna. Repeat myself with this record. I, I hate it. That's that's all you, you gotta know. Fuck you know, Queen. Number, fuck Hot Space. Yeah, number two on my end. Uh, believe me, if we would have done this show like two months ago, it'd be my number one. Yeah. And I'll explain to you why it's number two now and not number one. And it is an album that, oh my god, I don't think an album has pissed me off as much as this album. Um, because it's my favorite band. Oh, black. Oh, thirteen. 13, man. Okay. See, the thing, about, the thing about Black Sabbath, though, for me, this is why it upset me a lot. Because I always thought Black Sabbath never repeated themselves. They were always reinventing themselves. Even during the Oz years and, you know, the Dio is a total different band. Gillen sound, doesn't sound like the Dio era. Yeah, Tony Martin's a little Dio-ish here and there musically, but still... You didn't hear any of those songs that sounded like past songs. Where thirteen, God is dead, is fucking Black Sabbath rewritten. Loser is NIB rewritten. Um, Zionist or whatever the fuck that's called. That's Planet Caravan. Caravan uh, rewritten. It's just them repeating themselves with the most safe drumming. That's you don't put fucking Ozzy back at Black Sabbath without fucking Bill Ward. Bill Ward. Yeah, you know this guy just played by the book. It's all you know, pedestrian drumming, nothing adventures. Bill Ward is the king of adventures on the yeah. drumming, you know. So rat salad, <laughs> yeah, rat salad. The 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 solo in um, Sweet Leaf. Listen to what he's doing during the guitar solo. It's insane. Yeah, super not as well. Super not cornucopia. I mean, I can go on and on. Yeah, Bill Ward's one of the best drummers ever. With hands down, yeah. Bonham and, and Neil Peart and Gussie Powell. Those are my top four drummers. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he's up there as well with me. But 13 is definitely, uh, 
It should be number one, but wait till you hear my number one. And I'll explain to you why. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, look, maybe in the future it won't be my number one, but I doubt it. I think this will always be my number one worst fucking album from somebody I love. Okay, who's made, who's made, made quite a few albums I'm not too fond of, but this is so bad. But I want to hear your number one first. I'm dying to know who's your number one. But let me tell you, I mean, yeah, uh, 13 didn't make my list or my honorable mentions, but I agree it's a very weak it's, Black it's, Sabbath It's forgettable. Album. It's, nobody yeah. talks about 13 no more. It's yeah. a forgettable album. It's, it's, I, it came and went. Forbidden, it's more talked about. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. than this album. And Forbidden and has it, like three songs. It's out. so sad that Ozzy that Ozzy Osbourne is living with 13 and ordinary men. He yeah. he did the same you you mentioned of repeating songs in the, his this later album. He he's released Piece of Shit as well. You know, for example, the song Straight to Hell sounds like War Pigs and Goodbye. Yep. Sounds like Iron Man. It me sounds like the Wizard. I mean, we'll start with that harmonica. Right. Yeah, it's so sad that these gods have downgraded so much. Badly. Yeah. So my number one, uh huh. You you have any guess? Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh, no, you won't guess it. No. Okay. So this this is a uh, an album. That when I initially heard, I was horrified and and stopped it. I mean, I I didn't even finish to, listening to it, and I was like, "Wow, this is so bad. This is noise." <laughs> and I, as I was saying before, I remember this album existed because I was looking into the folders. You know, I was searching into into the music because I don't have a physical copies of everything. You know, I'm poor. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Uh, I have some download music in my computer, and this is one of the download music I have. And so I go to a folder that says Pink Floyd. And I went, when I saw that folder, I was like, oh, fuck. Hot Space is not my, my, the worst album. The worst album I've ever heard is Uma Guma by Pink Floyd. Oh, interesting. Because uh, I have a Pink Floyd in my honorable mentions, and it's not that. Oh, really? Okay, <clears throat> I blame the Beatles, specifically John Lennon and Yoko Ono, for this album. Because the year prior was released the White Album. It had a track, a track, not a song, because that shit is not a song, that was called Revolution Number no. 9. So here you have Roger Waters and company, you know, David Gilmore and uh, Richard Wright saying, oh, I mean, I pictured them all stoned in the, in the studio listening to Revolution Number no, 9, going like, Oh, listen, fellas, that shit is odd. We should do something like that, but longer. <laughs> so, okay, li listen to the name of the, the worst tracking here. I mean, it's called <laughs> Several Species of, of Small Fury Animals Gathered Together in a Cave and Growing with a Pit. What the fuck is that? <laughs> and that song, quote unquote, uh, <coughs> is Roger Waters doing noise. You know, it's like FX from volume four, right. but a whole album of it. Oh, oh I, I must say, okay, this is a double album. And the, 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 first, the first desk is like, like a live version of other horrible songs yeah, I don't I, like. I have, I, 
I own Umaguma on on CD, and I remember, yeah, Astronomy Doname, but Side Two to me is unlistenable because it sounds like soundtrack music to a bad movie. That's no. what you're talking about, right? No, I disagree completely. It does not sound like soundtrack music. It sounds like a retarded mentally person pounding the instruments randomly. <laughs> you know, the I last, heard it forever. I just this put it ends on and with it a on. drum solo. This ends with a drum solo of like uh, three minutes. The last track, the Grand Vizier's Garden Party, part three, the exit, is a drum solo by Nick Mason. Is it Mason? Yeah, Nick Mason, Nick. right? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Fuck him. And that, okay, we talked about rat salad. I mentioned rat salad before. I mean, rat salad, it, how long is it? It's like three minutes, right? Yeah, yeah four. three minutes yeah. tops. But it's amazing. I mean, it feels yeah, awesome. so good. Okay, but let's talk about other longer drum solos, like Moby Dick in, in Song Remade the Saints. That shit, like, 12 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Or the blue. The mule in, in made in Japan. That right. shit's amazing. But no, it sounds like this. <laughs> Did you hear that? Okay, that's yeah, the not... fucking song. I mean, that's irritating. That's that's not boring. That's irritating. Annoying. It sound, does, it, does it sound like somebody playing basketball? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, the first minute of the album sounds interesting. I mean, it sounds like a good overture. For what's gonna be a terrible piece of yeah, kind of like uh, the Gene Simmons solo album. It sounds pretty good in the beginning, then it goes into crap. You there? I mean, here things are playing actual chords because it's the only plays random keys and it's like bling 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 bling. Ugh. Yes, uh, and I must say, I'm a Pink Floyd fan, but from Dark Side of the Moon on. I right. kind of like middle, uh, the 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 yeah. their sixth record, but all the rest is like I don't I don't get it. I, even the 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 album with Sid Barrett, with Sid Barrett, the first one, uh-huh. I, I find it hard to listen as well. And I mean I respect Pink Floyd, uh, but they just have this tendency of adding noises to the music, even in the albums I like. And stretching out the songs a lot as well. So that's why I think Pink Floyd's a little bit overrated. Okay. I go like, I mean, it's a cliche that annoys me, annoys me so much that people want to get stoned listening to Dark Side of the Moon. I mean, it's like, fuck it the fuck out. I mean, listen to, to I don't know, Selling England by the Pound by Genesis or Leftovers by Kansas. You can feel better. Hell but, okay, that, that, that's my, I mean, but, but I love, Pink Floyd has four albums that are among the best albums ever. And I'm referring to Dark Side of the Moon, Animals, uh, Wish You Were Here, and The Wall. I the like some of what they did afterwards, but those four albums are definitely the, the best material. And that's why I say I'm somehow a Pink Floyd fan. But this made me this my list not because I'm the huge the, the the biggest Pink Floyd fan, but because this is unlistenable to me. This is like I said at the beginning, like uh, Revolution Number Nine made into an album. So fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's time for my number one. Can I guess? Yeah. Is it Ordinary Man? It sure is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Holy crap. My God. 
And that's why, you know, if we would have done this fucking thing like a couple months ago, it would have been 13. Ordinary Man is so bad. I mean, so bad. And believe me, I've tried. I did try. Um, I am a completist. I buy everything from anybody I like. I have not bought Ordinary Man. Oh, okay, okay. I haven't bought it. I can't. And I said it. I said uh, that maybe one day I will. In the future, no, don't do cheap. it because you're not supporting us. You're supporting Sharon. Yeah, it's true, but you know, it's just uh, you know, there's a lot of things I buy I never listen to. You know? <laughs> and if I see it used for a buck, why not? Fuck it. You know, it's because okay. I'm a completist. I'm a completist. But this album is so unlistenable to me. The Ozzy's, the sound of Ozzy's vocals, the the music to me reminds me of music that. Rock, uh, people that don't like rock music would like is the best way I can describe it. Exactly. You know, Sounds it's like, like Rihanna, Justin Bieber, or kind of like that shit. Yeah, you got you know you got that scribbled face moron, uh, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, what is it, Provolone, uh, doing songs on there, and you know Post the only thing. Room. Yeah, the only thing I liked on it actually was Elton John's voice. But the song I didn't like. I mean, a lot of people are praising this. And I saw the video the other day. And I admit, I liked the video. The video was nice because it showed a lot of flashbacks of Ozzy. But it, the video is really awesome if you turn the fucking volume down. <clears throat> but, but um, yeah, dude. And, and, and I think that's the best song on the album, Ordinary Man. And it's not good. But no, it's, it's like good. it's surrounded by crap that's even worse. So it's like, all right, by default, you're the best song on the album. But it's just the the solos are, are are shitty. I don't like that guitar player. Ozzy's known for guitar gods, you know, Randy, Jake, fucking uh, Zach, uh, Gus G, even. But <clears throat> and this guy is not a bad player, but he's it not sounds generic. Like, yeah, it doesn't sound like Guitar Hero shit. You know, it's it, it's very forgettable. You know, the the shit he plays. <clears throat> And uh, like I said earlier, maybe in the future this won't be my worst, but I really doubt that I'm ever going to warm up to this album because I've tried. And I am an Aussie fan, Aussie fanatic. I liked Scream. I, uh, everybody hates that album. I liked it. I mean, I didn't think it was perfect, but I, I thought it had a, cu a couple great songs on it. I liked it more than every album before. Uh, you know, I liked it more than Osmosis, Back to Earth, and and Black Rain, but everybody thinks Scream sucks. I liked it. So, <clears throat> to me, Ordinary Man is vindication of me not being an Aussie sheep. You know, because if I was really an Aussie sheep, I'd find something to like about this album. Because it's Aussie. My, my God, I love Aussie. I love him. I still love him. You know, I'm always going to love Aussie. But, I, you know, and also, like, the lyrics are kind of like, oh, look, I'm dying. You know, sometimes, you know, I sometimes I think, you know, Ozzy, you're not dying, dude. I think they're just saying this shit for you to sell records. <clears throat> but, uh, and Ozzy should have been dead a long, long time ago. So if Ozzy dies tomorrow, I'll be devastated, but also I'll be like, you made it this far, bro. Because you could. <laughs> you got a point there. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ozzy should have died in 74. You know, not, that's, not in that's the 80s. Cool, but you have a point. Not in the 80s or 90s or 2000 or 2010s or, 2000, you know, the 70s he was out of control, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, 
my number one uh at, it is a new album and uh i uh, and honestly after like four times i listen to it i'm I, I can't put myself through that again i mean maybe in the future when but i feel i feel scarred i feel traumatized by it i feel even more traumatized by ordinary man than black sabbath 13 where black sabbath 13 pissed me off this one more like oh my god you you Ozzy has become a like a Britney Spears thing, you know, yep. with 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 guitars. It's just it's just so bad. And I, you know, I made a video about it, slamming in. There's people attacking yeah, me. I saw it. No, I, you're, you're, it's your opinion. Fuck them. It's my opinion. <laughs> Fuck them all. But yeah, and it's I, not only your opinion. It's my opinion as well. Worst Ozzy album ever. I, yep. I don't think he's ever made a worse album than this. And I'm not a fan of a lot of his records, but. I'll put them. I think they all sound like Volume Four compared to Ordinary Man. It's just so bad. Yeah, I released an Ordinary Man for for this list, and let me tell you, I'll I'll be uh, lying to myself if I say that there are not ten records that I like even worse than this. This is my number eleven. <laughs> all right, <laughs> it no, didn't make my list. Speaking of that, my, my, what, what are your honorable mentions? I got a little list here. It's, it's oh, yeah, we haven't that. mentioned those. We should have mentioned those before number one. No, no, it's cool to mention afterwards. You know, just Okay, so, you know. so I picked, uh, there are a lot of bad albums, but my five honorable mentions are number 15, their latest album on my favorite Spanish band, Mago de Oz, Irade. Isn't really that bad. Actually has three rocky, amazing songs, one of their best. But, I mean, it's a double album, 18 songs, and 3 out of 18 is very bad. So, yeah. Irade, number 15. Number 14, Rush, Power Windows. I mm. mean, I respect them for doing this, but, like, Angra, the Angra album I picked, or the Uma Guma album of Pink Song, I respect those albums, but I really don't like them. And number 13, Megadeth, Super Collider. Thank God for Dystopia. And let's hope the, the, the new album is going to be more dystopian than this shit. And number 12, Judas Priest, Demolition. And number 11, Ozzy Osbourne, Ordinary Man. You know, okay. after listening to Ordinary Man, I think uh, the Imagine Dragons is, is a better rock band. Than, than <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, my list is a little a little uh, long, so I'll I'll go I'll swing go by it kind of quick. <clears throat> Led Zeppelin Coda, um, oh. it's not really an album. It's yeah, know, that's why I didn't include it. I agree, it's yeah. bad, but it's more like a throwaway. Yeah, it, it's I like, like half wearing... studio, half compilation, half live. Right, I liked I like we're gonna groove, and I liked um, uh, wearing and tearing. I like those two songs. Uh, you mentioned your number two, Hot Space, is on my list. Uh, I got a different Pink Floyd album. Okay. The Final Cut. Oh, that one's bad. I, did I not tolerate like that. I don't like it, but I, I can. I like the one song that goes, fuck all that. Something Johnny something. That was yeah, the only come, song I liked off it. But coming from, from what's that? The Wall. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's a downgrade. Mm-hmm. A different Rush album I picked. Hold Your Fire. Okay. Ugh. Crazy like Nights, it. of course, <laughs> um, from Kiss. You know, I actually like Crazy Nights. <laughs> you did? You do? I do. I do. Right. I don't know why. Sue me. Somebody has to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is shit, but I like it. Bad. 
Uh, King Diamond, Abigail Part 2. Um, oh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's a bad album. It's not terrible, terrible, but compared to the great shit King Diamond constantly releases, yeah, it's not. it's not nowhere near as good. Sabotage, Fight for the Rock. Uh, I love the song Hide off it. And Red Light Something is really good. But that's an album that they totally caved to the pressure of a record company. Um, so that's a bad album. Shadow Life by Dokken. That's when they went kind of grunge. It's so bad. Um, Forbidden is a tie. The band Forbidden. They released two albums back to back. One called Distortion. The other one called Green. I don't know which one came out first. But both of them suck really hard. Iron Maiden, Final Frontier, as we talked about earlier. Um, unlistenable, Motley Crue, Saints of Los Angeles. And the reason that Motley Crue didn't make my top ten, because it's not a band I love. You know what okay. I mean? Crocus, Change of Address, is so shitty. And they released a great album after that called Heart Attack, but Change of Address was so bad that nobody paid attention to the good album they did afterwards. Megadeth Risk. I didn't like that. Oh, album. that's I don't like that one as well. Yeah. Uh, the Last Overkill, Wings of War. They're kind of running out of ideas to me. Um, oh, and this one, I'm only I'm only judging this, and they only made one album. And you're saying, well, how can you say you love the band and they only made one album, and that album you don't like? Well, the reason I'm very disappointed in it is because I'm a big fan of Pantera. And it hurts me to say this, but Damage Plan, that band Dimebag did with Vinny after Pantera broke up, Oh my god, it's like new metal and it's just so bad. And I was very I was heartbroken when I bought that. Rat. Again, Rat doesn't make my top ten because I don't love Rat, but Rat released a self-titled album called Rat. That's just unlistenable. Sepultura. I don't really care for you know the the, the Sepultura pack that's going on now. I'm talking when Max was in the band. I can't stand Roots. Can't stand that fucking album. Okay. Um Skid Row, uh, Revolution by Minute is unlistenable. Uh, the Mentors, well, you know, The Mentors was a very underground band, and they released a fucking despicable album called Rock Bible. That does, It just sounds terrible, and the songs aren't there. Triumph, Edge of Excess, the album they did without Rick Emmett. No thank you. And my final is Yngwie Malmsteen's War to End All Wars. Now, Yngwie Malmsteen released a bunch of albums I don't like. But War to yeah. End All Wars is like, wow, really? <laughs> you know, this album's fucking really bad. And those are it. Those are all my honorable mentions. I'm sure there's more, but, yeah, you know, but the, I don't think I'm, I don't think whatever I'm missing is, would make my top 10. Then I'm very content with my top 10. Yeah, because I keep checking out bands, you know, for example, uh, last year, a band from Finland, I believe, released, named Beast in Black released an album, and I checked it out, and it sucked. What? Sorry? I think I've heard them. I've heard of that band. Oh, you heard them. It's like techno metal, which I don't like. And, right. You know, but all this shit I listen, you only hear, hear, hear it once. And you don't go back to listen to this shit because you don't love it. So yeah, this this albums on our list is, as we were saying, by bands that that we love and that somehow disappointing us by releasing this shit. Exactly. I gotta say, I'm disappointed on your list though. 
Really? I thought you were. Yeah, I thought you were gonna include uh, the the Peter Chris solo album One for All because of that amazing review you did. <laughs> well, Peter Chris never really released a great album, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. I, mean, I I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, I enjoyed I enjoyed the, the 78 solo album now more than when that I'm older because it's kind of like old man music, so I can kind of get into it now. I mean, not all of it, but Peter Chris is not like I love Peter Chris and Kiss. You know, I can't think of, you know, Peter Chris, you know, as a solo artist because it just didn't work. No, I don't um, like him either. I just wanted to bring that up because that review you did is oh, one of the, and, the best videos you've ever done. <laughs> and that album's unlistenable. Yeah, uh, I believe I haven't listened to it, but because of the little samples you, you add in the video, yeah. I, I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's one crooning Sinatra song after the other. It's like, what the fuck? You know, and it's so funny because Peter Chris was like, I was heartbroken that people didn't like it. I was like, you're, you're retarded to think people would like it, you know. But again, what we were saying earlier, I've seen people online. I love that album, you know. Uh, Lou Reed released an album called Metal Machine Music. Uh, somebody paid for me to do a track by track. Dude, you all I'm not lying to you. It's, <laughs> two, it's two albums of just oh, this. <laughs> That's all it is. Just Uma Guma to me. <laughs> it, it's like Uma Guma. It's just pure noise. I miss Revolution number nine, number nine. Listen to that album. It is. Uh, it's not even music. It's just. Uh, it's what what the title is called. It's like a metal machine. When I used to work in the city, I used to go down into a pump station where it's like big machinery going. That's what it is. There's no drums, no guitar, no bass, no nothing. It's just. Because Lou Reed was, you know, he's such a baby. He was pissed off at the record company. He owed him an album, two albums. He, he gave them two albums of just noise. And there's people online telling me it's good. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it sounds very deep. What an artist. Yeah, I know. Wow. I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> he's, he's so, he's so avant-garde and cool. Yeah. Fuck that guy. Anyway, well, dude, <laughs> this was a good episode. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna listen to some Super John Ritual because of all the shitty music I've been listening to lately because of this episode. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to uh, Corporate Corporate America. Don't torture yourself. <laughs> uh, you know, if it's too bad, I'll just turn it off. But I'm curious. You got you got me curious to see how bad it is. Not only you, but that article I read. Yeah, you know? but it's more than bad. It's so sad because you you get this sound and it's like. Oh my god, this is the same band that did that amazing album. That, yeah. I'm referring to Boston, of course. Maybe, maybe, maybe it'll influence me to put on the first album. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah, I agree. I haven't listened to that one in a while. Uh, now that I don't drive around in a city truck listening to the radio, because the radio plays every song off that album, so I haven't heard it in a while. But anyway, Yadamo, thank you so much, man. I'm glad that... Uh, you did this, you know, because I, I really wanted to take care of everybody that donated. And I definitely want you back on the show. I said that before. You know, I wanted to do that uh, Angro, you know, on the Rock and Metal Comedy Podcast. But everything was, you know, I'm not blaming anybody. I mean, I guess we're both to blame for, you know, backlogging and not getting everybody's uh, donations down. But now that's all I want to do. You know, I want to take care of everybody. And, you know, do my own shows, too. I got a Dr. Sleep episode coming up. So I'm not going to do every single show is going to be a donation. It's going to be spread out with different shows in between. 
But I'm glad, you know, because when I hit you up to do this, you were like, no, no, you know, I already told Ian, so I don't really want to do it again. I was like, okay, dude, you know. But then you came up with that idea, and I was like, fuck, do it. Let's do it. It just makes me feel good to take care of everybody that helped me, you know, uh, fly to Nashville for free and get me a hotel for free. And I think it's the right thing to do. And God, I, I appreciate that, man. And, and I yeah, I understand shit happens. I mean, it's sad to see the, the Rock and Metal Combat podcast go, but, you know, it was good six years. And like I said yeah, last great. time, I was an early listener. I started listening to it in 2014 because you plugged it in the, in the, the YouTube channel. So yeah. I was there from the very beginning. Uh, initially, I wasn't really listening to all the episodes, only the episodes I known. But right. this is nothing against Terrence. But soon after Terrence left, I was oh. like, "Shit, I gotta listen every single episode of this." Of this. Oh yeah, no. When, and, and I, I went love, back and listened to everything, and and yeah. I love and, Terrence, but but the shows after he left were way better. Yeah, I agree. I agree, but. God bless him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. I have nothing bad to say about that. Yeah, not, nothing against him. I mean, it, it didn't, just didn't work. work. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, didn't, didn't work. It didn't work. And, and you know, the, the thing is that I started college in 2014. You know, so you guys been entertaining me with your show all this time. You know, I've been working, doing stuff for, in college, you know. You know, art school. So, so I just play the podcast and while doing my my drawings and illustrations and designs, you know, and it's, and you've been a companion, you know, and last year, uh, since I started, since I started work, working and gaining my own money, I decided to, to contribute to the cause, you know, and I saw it more like a subscription, you know, like, right. like, like paying back for all the free entertainment you, you were giving us all the time. And yeah, it's sad to see it go, but but something good's gonna gonna come out of it. So. Yeah, man. Everything happens for a reason, and I think it's good that you know we didn't overstay our welcome. We're not kiss. Yeah, yeah, I mean, life's about that, about change. So yeah, eventually it was gonna end. Yeah, I mean, even if you yeah. didn't speed up, you were gonna die at, at one point. <laughs> yeah, or so. or the the show would have suffered. You know, the yeah, show, exactly. I mean, for a six year run to stay that quality was damn good. You know, yeah, but yeah. you know, it was kind of like you know, I don't know the la the two episodes that were not aired, they're not that good, and I was like, you know, and it wasn't the reason I left, obviously, but I was like, oh, you know, too much arguing and bullshit, so I decided I still have them, but I don't even want to listen to them, you know, you know, I can tell you that you know the Rock and Metal Combat podcast is the best. Will always be the best in my ears. I I'm damn proud of what we did, and I have nothing bad to say about the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. And I am a realist. I know I can never be as good as that. Vieira will never be as good as the Rock and Metal Combat podcast. I don't think any podcast can be. It just can't. Uh, it, it just there was just a a magic to it, you know. But the magic was waning a little bit. But it was that's not the reason why it. It ended, you know, it got to the point where it's like, you know, well, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> I'm going to edit right. some of this out. But all right, brother. So thank you so much uh, for joining me here on the Vieira Vault. And uh, we'll have you back, brother. Thank you, brother. What a great episode. Yohalamog, what a great dude. Looking forward to having him back. 
So, you know what time it is. Follow me. Let's go to the vault. Here we are in the vault, and I'm going to play something that uh, was a band that was in my top ten, Forbidden. Uh, what a great band. To me, they were kind of like the Judas Priest of Thrash. So I'm going to play something from their EP, the Raw Evil, uh, Raw, Raw Live or something like that, EP. They did a cover of Judas Priest, Victim of Changes, and here it is. Turn this shit up. Start a pit for the clothes!
their cover of Victim of Changes by the Priest. That's it for the VR Vault this week and there'll be one up next week and the week after that and the week after that because as I'm recording this, the whole coronavirus bullshit is going on. I'm stuck at home so I got all the time in the world to make all these podcasts. So I appreciate everybody that not only listens but shares the episode. Uh, That's great. I really do appreciate that. And, uh, and I really do appreciate everybody that's listening to me right now because you're still listening. Even after I play the vault until the very end, y'all roll. You're, you don't say nothing, but you're cooler than the people that, that, that aren't listening now that like turned it off earlier. Fuck them. Nah, they rule too, but you rule harder. Anyway, till next time, which will be next week. Schmack a gob.